from its earliest days, symphonic metal has felt the influence of power metal, gothic music, and a style known as the new wave of British heavy metal. The characteristics associated with this style of music include keyboards and guitars, strings and choirs, pipe organs, and drums all mixed together. In many cases, the style will be emulated throughout a keyboard synth rather than a live orchestra when such is not available. The guitar styles present in almost all examples of this work call on all backgrounds of metal, from death metal to gothic, power metal to progressive, all blended together in a beautiful orchestration. This is Rockin' Block, hosted by Michael Martinez. Presented by Michael Media. Today is November 13th of 2018. And we are celebrating Symphonic Metal Day. It is a really special day because Symphonic Metal was the genre of music that propelled me to actually dive in into creating my own band and one of the bands that actually um, I got really into and it became the band that everyone went into and it's the most well-known um, symphonic band if you actually uh, go into Google and type in most popular symphonic metal bands the very first one that you're going to see and it's been um, it's I can't believe it's been 22 years since it, it was founded. Um, it's Nightwitch. Um, and it's funny. Nightwitch was, wow. Night, Nightwitch was founded by Thomas Holopainen. Um, they're from Finland. I was fortunate enough to actually see them for the first time in Orlando, Florida. And it was, uh, great experience. I got to see um, Nightwitch for a second time on December 1st of 2012 here in Puerto Rico with their current singer, um, Floor Jensen. That show was awesome. That show blew my mind away and I was fortunate enough to see them with two of my best friends who happened to be the drummer and the bass player for the tribute band that we formed to do Nightwitch covers. So it became full circle, and we when when we actually got to see Nightwitch, it, it was it was great. We only had one missing member in that band, and it was the original singer. Another band that is actually um, very well known, and it's one of the uh, side by side more most compared with um, Nightwitch. It's Within Temptation. They are a Dutch symphonic metal band founded in April of 1996 by vocalist Sharon Den Andel and guitarist Robert Westernholt. Um, they have always been classified as a gothic metal, although gothic is... They can vary sometimes, uh, aside from that. Uh, Within Temptation actually is it's a really good band. Um, I've owned a couple of, of their records. I... They're one of those bands that their songs, their albums, it's it's actually it's actually um, 
what I like to call theme albums, and they always have they always have this message out there when when it's all about albums and such. Um, sometimes they take a uh, very long times between albums and albums, and but when they come and there's many rumors that they have broken or something like that. But when they come, they come with really cool things and they come with really cool um and new inspiring songs and and such and i that's one of the things that i like about them i've never been able to see them live hopefully i will be able to another band that i really love and they've they've been able to do many many things um uh, throughout the years i've owned a couple of their records uh it's epica Epic is also a Dutch symphonic metal band founded by guitarist and vocalist Mark Jensen. And they, although I don't like grunters, um, they do have a very well-balanced mix of this. And I love their keyboardist. He brings a very well uh, mix into the whole equation. And it's... I gotta say it's it's a really cool band. I got to see them live here in Puerto Rico. I was, I believe it was February of 2016. Yes, February of 2016. I got to see them here in Puerto Rico. It was a really cool show. They actually got into the crowd playing guitar and such. Um, it was amazing. It was a really cool show. Um, and. Whenever I, whenever they release an album and they go on tour, they have a, they have a really cool time. Their shows are always packed. They know how to tour. They know how to care, how to care for their fans, and their songs are not are not the type of songs that you're like, oh my god, could you just shut up? Because there are some symphonic bands that are are just like, I know how to sing, and I'm just gonna go like. No, they know how to balance the vocalization, the guitars, the drums. They know how to how to give space for each and every one throughout the songs, throughout the album. So each and every single person in the album has their own thing, which is something that I like about Nightwitch as well, which is something that I like about um, Winning Temptation as well. Winning Temptation has that uh, also. I like those. Um other people that I, I I have to say that have have been uh, you know have been around that time as well. Rhapsody, now known as Rhapsody is Fire, they've been since 1993. I like the fact that Rhapsody of Fire actually had a really great story, and. Each album was developing a story. Each song had its own thing, and they had songs that could stand alone on their own, and they had albums that could stand alone on their own. But all of their songs and albums would be developing for sagas, and they were actually developing for a bigger story itself because Rhapsodies in the old times were the ones that were bringing and the uh, telling stories throughout songs. And they were telling stories 
moving, you know, traveling around kingdoms and such and telling stories to people throughout the songs. And that's actually what they were doing with the whole thing. Um, Avantasia. Avantasia is actually a, a project uh, led by Tobias Samet and the frontman and lead singer from Ed Guy. Originally, to, uh, Avantasia was a metal opera, and it brought us it brought us the great joy of bringing no the biggest singer of power metal, who is the one and only. Oh my God! I'm so excited about this. The one and only uh, Michael Kiski. The second lead singer from the band Halloween. And on the first record of Avantasia, he didn't show up under the name Michael Kiski. He was an alias because he got fed up of the metal scene because of things that happened under Halloween. And that's the story for another day. I'm not going to get into the whole gossip of what happened in the 90s with Michael Kiske. But on the second record of Avantasia, Michael Kiske came out under the name Michael Kiske. And the whole world went nuts when they realized, oh my God, it was him. And we knew, but we couldn't tell, but we knew. Tobias was, Tobias was actually uh, able to get Michael to come back to the metal power metal scene and bring back Michael into the whole new genre of metal operas. And that was great. Avantasia uh, Metal Opera 1 and 2 tell the story of the druid and technically a a, a priest uh, that's working for for Rome, who it's being charged of treason, pretty much, and they start exploring and they start just they they escape and they look into another type of realm that has uh, unspoken power and Rome is trying to get their power in, onto it. I don't want to deal into. I don't want to give up. Give out the story. It those two records are are amazing. Then. Avantasia stopped happening for a while, and in 2006, new Avantasia records started happening. And Tobias started doing Edgai Records, then Avantasia Records. Edgai Records and Avantasia Records. We're about to see a new Avantasia record that's about to come out. And I'm pretty excited about that because Avantasia Records are are great. All of your favorite symphonic metal um, singers... And all of your favorite uh, metal, power metal singers, uh, or your gothic singers, uh, more than likely are actually in your Avantasia records. So you should be paying attention to those. Um, Apocalyptica. Um, they are a really cool band. More than likely, they 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 are they cover Metallica songs. They cover a lot of songs. They do their own thing. They either play with cellos or their drums. They've um, they do a lot of cool stuff. Apocalyptica has been around since 1993, and 
good lord, they're an amazing band. You should check them out. And if you check Metallica's 30th anniversary uh, performance, check out one. That performance was great. Honestly. That's all I'm going to say. Symphony X. Symphony X is actually... I want to say Symphony X, is, Symphony X is symphonic metal. Symphony X is a lot of things, but they do have symphonic uh, elements in it. Symphony X is one of my favorite bands. I've never been able to actually have them, um, have the pleasure of actually seeing them live, unfortunately. Um, but I got into Symphony X thanks to one of... Uh, one of my best friends, and their record, Chapter 5, The New Mythology, it's one of the best records, one of my favorite records in life. Um, Russell Allen, in my opinion, is one of the best singers out there because he can go and do all rock songs. He can go and be the prog rock singer. He can be the power metal singer. And he can be just this average rock singer. He does Symphony X. He has um, played in or sung in the um, Arion, which is my favorite metal opera project by Arjun Lucasen. Um, and he's uh, been able to actually be in Arjun Lucasen's um, Star One as well. He's such an amazing singer that... Lucasen is one of the, the most, I don't want to say anal, because that would be an insult, in my opinion. But Mr. Lucasen, it's one of the most meticulous composers out there. And I respect that out of him, because he wants, he has a very um, unique way of how he liked things to be delivered. When Russell was in the studio to record Dawn of a Million Souls for the record of Universal Migrator from Arion, Mr. Lucasen was not in the studio that day, unfortunately. Alan was able to record the song. And when Lucasen heard the recording, he cried, he called Alan crying because he was so happy that he was, he missed the opportunity to see that happen. And Alan thought that he was being pranked or punked. But Lucasen was actually happy. Um, and sad at the same time that he didn't get to be there to see that happen. That tells you right there how good of a guy, of a singer, Mr. Russell Allen is. Also, Symphony X actually had a singer. And Russell was a friend of the first singer of Symphony X. And when the guy came into the studio and started singing, it was like, fire the first guy, get... Alan to be our singer now. So that tells you right there how much of a good singer the guy is. Moving on, we also have Stratovarius. Um, 
that band has been through so much um, in the last 15 years. But they're a really cool band. They have a lot of cool th cool songs. They've been around since 1984. Um, their founding member, gu uh, guitar player, have left, has left the band. But uh, I'm not sure about their relationship right now. But they have... They do have very cool songs. One of my favorite songs is uh, Black Di Diamond. And wow, um, they have a lot of songs, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, it's so many records, so, so many records. But yeah, I mean, Star of Arius, it's, it, it's a really cool band. Um, Arion, again, my favorite my favorite uh, metal opera. Arian has been around since 1995. It's a musical project by Dutch songwriter, singer, multi-instrumentalist, musician, and record producer, Arjun Anthony Lucasen. It's described as a progressive rock, progressive metal, and power metal, sometimes combined with genres such as folk, electronic, experimental, and so on. Um, good Lord. There is the... So many, so many albums I like and and from this great, great, great. Um, Arion is um, my favorite. Actually, my cat is named Arion. That tells you right there how much of a bias um, person I am with this project right now. Um, favorite albums: um, The Source. I bought it. I have it digital and I have it in vinyl. The Human Equation was the first one that I bought, in, and it was released in 2004. 0101100 was released in 2008. It's a great record. The very first one was The Final Experiment, and if you actually buy it, um, you can see all the rejection letters that um, Lucasen got when he was trying to get this release, and it served me as an inspiration to actually push forward, all right? Um, Universal Migrator Part 2, it's a really cool record because you actually get to listen to a whole bunch of artists such as Timo Cotipelto, Russell Allen, uh, Bruce Dickinson. That's a really cool, talented people in this record. Take a listen to it. Um, Into the Electric Castle, which was released in 1998, it's celebrating its 20th anniversary right now. And if you're a smart person... Check out the remix, not remastered, remix version right now. I was lucky enough to be one of the people who actually bought the remix, limited 200 uh, release edition of well, gold vinyl records, uh, signed with uh, authentic, um, yeah, anyway. And for for a very long time, um, Arjun and Tobias from Avantasia, they had a, a thing going on that because they were both doing metal operas, one would get uh, someone to participate in the, his metal opera and then the other one would, uh, would not be able to actually get the, that guy because the other one would have him. So they create this rivalry. Until on, um, I think that in two thousand eight they actually released a, a, you know, a collaboration where it was Arian versus Alantasia, and they finally got 
uh, clear uh, things out of the way. And um, I believe that in the last um, in the last record of Arion, um, actually Tobias participates as one of the characters. So that was great. Kudos to them because that says a lot. There should be no rivalry when it comes to music. There should be collaboration when it comes to music. And if one of the things that symphonic metal uh, has shown us is that independent music and symphonic metal and progressive metal, actually it's all about independent movements. And what it showed us is brotherhood and, and um, sisterhood and independent movements. Collaboration is a good thing and that is something that Rock and Block and Michael Media actually likes to promote. So, in the sportsmanship or in the spirit of entrepreneurship, in the spirit of collaboration, I would like to ask you of something. I would like to ask you to go into iTunes, search for Rock and Block. Subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review of why this podcast is so awesome. Once you do that, please take a screenshot and email it to michael at michael.media. I will reach back to you and I will send you a gift. Thank you. Also, since this has been Symphonic Metal Day, how the heck do we celebrate it? Well, to me, Symphonic Metal Day is something that I would celebrate every single day. I would just go into my playlist and I would just play it, and that's it. So, on the show notes, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to leave a link for my playlist. So, you can click on it and enjoy it. Simple as that. Blast it all day long. I'm going to leave you my favorite songs there. All right? So that's about it, guys. Tune in tomorrow to check out the next episode. Have a good one. See you all in the blockchain.